This is the Relationship where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, and I have Attiki and Jason. Hey. <laughs> ah, look at that! What is that? Is it like Colty? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. it. Colty, yeah. Eriki, and Jason. And for like. any questions, send those <laughs> into the Relationship at Power 77 radiocom <laughs> And Jason, uh, yeah, do we have a question? Jason, <laughs> Jason E. I'm sorry, Jason, Jason E. There you go. Jason, Jason yeah. E. Jason oh, man, I totally threw me off. Yeah, we got, in fact, What's I think e? this might be our first out-of-state one, right? Oh, It's coming okay. from Chicago, all the way from Chicago. Definitely. A lady from Chicago, she writes and says, My husband and I are kind of on the rocks in our relationship. I'm doing the best I can to work things out for our relationship. We used to go to church every Sunday, and because of our issues, he will no longer go to church with his family. We have three kids, and it hurts knowing our children are asking their dad to go to church. And so the question is, what should I do? Is there something I can get my husband back in church? Something I can do to get my husband back in church? That's a tough one. Wow, man. That that's is sad. tough. So, Toya e, you're the woman. How do you get your man back in church? Man, so first off, I would think back to um, before when y'all went to church, before you even got married, before the kids came into the picture. Think about where he was spiritually. Was he just, and this is, I, I call them cultural Christians because I was one. So, was he a cultural Christian where he Still just are. went? Hey, I'm not that anymore. But listen, a cultural Christian is one that just kind of goes to church and it's just a checkbox, right? Like, you know, living by the golden rule. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to do the right things. I'm going to go to church. Check. Okay, I'm going to read a scripture in the Bible. Check. I'm going to pray over my food. Check. You know, so it, so I just want you to think back. Like, is that <laughs> Jason's over there? He's the like, type wait, of, <laughs> so I'm a cultural Christian. <laughs> so, is that the type of Christian that he was? Or did he really have a relationship with Jesus? Um, because um, if he was cultural, then he kind of just did it for a certain time. And maybe he really didn't believe in it. He didn't feel like it was really necessary. Or did he have a relationship with Christ? And he's just going through a tough season where he just needs, you know, his community around him to help get him back to his foundation. Um, so I think that it's important to kind of know deeper as to where he was before and if he needs to find Jesus for the first time or get reintroduced back to Jesus. Yeah, look, you know, distance, whenever there's distance like that, that is somebody right there that is, you know, they don't want to deal with realities. In other words, um, going to church, being with the family, thats that starts bringing things up to the surface that we got to deal with and some people just don't want to deal with. So uh, it is easier to push that stuff off than it is to, uh, to deal with it front and center. So it's either that or he likes his alone time. And he, what's he doing in his alone time? I don't know. But there could be some issues there that, uh, that are bigger. So I would say... You know, with, in this situation, you got to start with with going to to the root of it all, as, as far as uh, the, the problems you're having, because some of the problems you may be having. I mean, going to church, dragging him to church just so your kids can see him, mm. uh, is that going to create resentment? Is that you know, is, uh, just for show? I mean, you know, I, we got some problems here we got to deal with, and not just. Not just for show to have uh, dad there with the kids, I think. So, I don't know. I think there's some bigger issues there. What I do you just think, got eight? a follow-up question from her, Jason. It oh, says, here we go. Uh, Jason, what do you do in your alone time? 
<laughs> well, I, I, I really, I talked to my daddy. <laughs> I talk, yeah, there is. No, you alone again, time, boy? Yeah. Is that <laughs> why you're calling? Uh, no, yeah. Well, hey, it's none of your business what I do in my alone time. We're fair. talking about you alone. I mean, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. No, I think I think those are good. I like Toya's approach of figuring out is this is this getting back to something that was lost or is this trying to establish something that never existed? Those are two different approaches. I think there's a couple verses in the Bible that talk about a a woman or wife winning over her husband uh, with with her actions and and who she is. So I think her living it out um, can, as an example, both for the kids and for the husband, can be a way to do it. And then I think Toya said it too. I think Toya's two for two. I think Jason's (gasps) 0 for two. I think Toya said something about community too. You know, when you don't have influence in your spouse's life, it's who are the men that you can kind of call him back into account a little bit. There's some godly men that can call him and go hang out with him and shoot pool with him or whatever and, and just kind of befriend him and hopefully kind of get him to see value in fighting for the family and but you can't guilt him you can't guilt him no, no. Drag, dragging and nagging right no, there's no. a proverb right yeah. a nagging wife's like a dripping faucet you yeah know? for sure I mean, like listen dude that that'll drive you nuts so um, yeah yeah, I think I'm And that's so true. And let me add on to that too. As a woman, you know, it's so easy for us to do that nagging. Well, come on, your kids want you to go. I want you to go. Everybody misses you. Come on, come on, come with us. And if he doesn't go, you're sad, you're mad, just you're hurt. And then yeah. you come home, you don't want to really talk to him, you don't want to be around him. Now's the time for you to look inside the spirit in yourself and right. say, you know what, he's going through something. And we don't know the situation. But while he's going through it, love him hard. And right. if he doesn't want to go to church hey babe that's fine you know we love you we'll be back you know because i tell you something god will do all the changing in his heart you don't have to you are not his holy spirit right yep yep just love him and that's it that was revelation for somebody why i'm not yeah Mm -mm. (laughs) let god do it get out of god's way and just love him and don't and don't come home with the the Smiths and the Williams right. were asking about you. Because <laughs> right. then he's like, oh, so yeah. you're talking to all these exactly. other people about why I'm not here? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's going to backfire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, but great, great good question. Job. Man, yeah, that was watch a good out, one. Watch out in them streets of Chicago. That's oh, good. Dangerous up there. It is dangerous. That's how we get down. All right. So if y'all want to hear any relation shot information, check out YouTube Relation Shots with our very own Eric E. Yeah. Okay. All right. This Eric E thing I don't get. Larissa is here from Brazil and she's like Eric E. You understand? Wait, wait, wait. He's threatened because you're starting to use a voice and that's his territory. Oh, let me back back. Let me back back. You can use any voice you like. I just didn't know what Eric E meant. You act like you don't watch Larissa. You know you like Larissa and Colty. It didn't rhyme quite as well as a Colty. I like it. Cold but tea. she had her boy, her she new boyfriend is Eddie. Oh, really? And yes. she adds the E on that too? Yeah. See, that's what I'm telling you. I'm not up to date on all these shows <laughs> like you are. Y'all, okay. don't don't let him lie to you. He, he just, he just really? saying there's, there's an Eric E on there. I gotta check Eddie it out. Eddie yes, she lives with him. And well built like I mean, me. He nah, looks he's like, about like no, you. He look like nah, him. He's about like you. He do kind of look like you. I was okay with the way Toya said it, the way you said it, Fowler. Nah, yeah, he's pretty much looking like you. (laughs) That didn't feel like a compliment, dude. Oh, man. 
So, Eddie, uh, what are we talking about today? All right, this, this is going to be a fun show. So, we've had a lot of people uh, asking us, writing this. That, like, I have friends that I want to try to help in their marriage. I just tell them to listen to your show, or sometimes I'll tell them some of the stuff from your show. And so, we thought it'd be good to do a show about how to help others in their relationships. Mm, not everybody uh, yeah. need to be helping everybody. That's dangerous. And, and I think it's both sides. Okay, right? you some, right. Some people don't need to be. Well, I think everybody can help somebody. Okay. But there's times when you need boundaries. All right. Because people in crisis are tough. But then there's people on the other side that disqualify themselves and say, well, my marriage isn't perfect, or I don't know enough, or so they're just going to stay out of the game. So I think it's both sides. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That we want to speak okay. to. Um, but you're right. Some people, some people shouldn't. So he- here's <laughs> the, for me, the foundation of it all is that I think, I think healthy things reproduce. I think we're all made for a relationship. I think our lives are not about us, but we were meant to serve others. I think Mm -hmm. that uh, passing on information to others is beneficial and biblical. Right. Right. Imagine that. Think about verses like 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, where it says that God comforts us so that we can comfort others with the comfort that we've received from God. Hmm. Man, say so that, al- preacher. Yeah. So it's almost like... Yeah, maybe you ought to read that a little closer part, yourself, preacher. Part of the reason that... <laughs> this is why I help you every time. <laughs> is that every what it show, is? Every show, I'm helping you, Jason. <laughs> gotcha. Lisa is like cash-apping me, thanking me, <laughs> oh, and you're over here, miss, you're over here missing cash everything. Happen. Well, one time she zelled it, but either one's fine with me. <laughs> oh, wow. It both pans out in my bank account. Uh, that's where it's going. But okay. yeah, I think, it, you know, sometimes that says God comforts us so that yeah. we, we can do the same for others. So I, true, I, true. To, we live in a world of me, 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 but mm-hmm. I think most of what is given to us for the purpose of giving back to others... Right. I think I see many people who get into their 50s and 60s and they they quote retire from their responsibility to help others. You hear stuff Man. like, "Oh yeah, I used to do small group when I was oh, your yes. age and, and we used to serve at the blank and we used to right. like somehow you retire from what God's called you to do, which right. is make an impact on others." So right. that's that's my foundation for why, why we should even talk about this and why people should help other people mm-hmm. it's this word called discipleship yeah mm-hmm. right that's why I included it in uh, in my little sold book the magnetic marriage you might yeah. have never heard it <laughs> internationally known yeah, yeah. locally yeah. unrecognized I I, yeah, yeah. Hmm. but that's one hmm. of the, I think it's one of the eight characteristics of a healthy marriage discipleship yeah. and not many people put it but I think healthy people reproduce that's what we've been called to do right um and so i think that that for me that's the foundation of it the question is what does that look like practically and i know you guys both do that yeah what in your marriages help other couples oh help other couples i think you're talking about reproduce last thing you left (laughs) off with is we should reproduce (laughs) i am not reproducing those days are over that is that that is not only (laughs) okay no. All right, now I'm new, back. New I'm human back. life, dude. Okay. That is not only yeah. yeah. There's we can reproduce other ways. Right. You know, it's great. So to to me, this is a, a lot of times this is a God thing. As far as what you just said, as far as Scripture, God allows us, uh, and we some our mistakes that we go through, and and we're it's we use those to share with others. And, and you know what? It's amazing that God has brought people into our lives. We don't go looking for this stuff to help. Mm-hmm. That people have, that people come into our lives that God has brought. Um, well, some of them I've sent before. Oh, honest. have you? Okay, yeah. yeah. Those are the ones we screwed up. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, the ones that <laughs> yeah. text you and go, yeah, right. "Hey, yeah, someone right. gave me your number." Yeah, right. That one. Okay. Me, but... <laughs> yeah, no, but we, you know, we we have we have 
had there actually there have been a couple of opportunities uh fairly recently that just kind of fell in our lap and and it's, it's pretty much just our own experiences because i think people people look at us and go oh see you guys divorced and you're happy as an excuse to get out <laughs> right man and they don't expect the answer we're gonna give them yeah, uh, and which so, is we're not happy. We're miserable. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, yeah, playing. I mean, my wife keeps cash apping you, of yeah. course. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, we. I mean, they they don't expect what we what we tell them that uh, there's some truth, and we're gonna tell them some truth. And it's not not always what they want to hear for sure. But that's a good. Let, let's sit there for just a minute since right. you brought it up. I think that's a key principle. If you're gonna help other couples. There's a balance between sharing personal experience and then universal advice. Yep. Because I think some things that, uh, I mean, we just talk about the three couples represented here. Right. We all have different experiences, and I think Mm -hmm. we would all say certain things work for some of us, but not others of us. Right. Right. Because of how we're wired, how we brought up, what we value. And so I think there's great value in personal experience Mm -hmm. and sharing that with other people. But some people can lean so far to one side where it's my personal experience is gospel for everybody else. This is how we did it. So everyone else should do it this way. And I think that could be dangerous because it may may not work for somebody else. Right, right. Right. And I was going to say, so I was looking at something on Facebook and someone posted, uh, churchgoers, have you heard of the Great Commission? And 51% said no. (laughs) Six <laughs> percent. How did they said, become a churchgoer wow. without church? Are they going And this to? is churchgoers. That okay, is funny. Six uh, percent said I'm not sure. Seventeen percent said yes, and they know what it means. And twenty five percent said yes, but I can't recall the exact meaning. And so that was really shocking (laughs) to me that, you know, we have a lot of people that don't even know what the Great Commission means. But I just want to circle that around and I'll tell y'all, you know, what what I you know what it is. But uh, that's how I use like talking to couples for me. Like that's my motivation, because I feel like in marriage, I mean, that's just a reflection of God's love for us. Right. That's our way of saying. So so if 51 percent don't know it, (laughs) explain what the Great Commission is, because there's probably people that have. So the Great Commission is simply just spreading the gospel. Yeah, you know, okay. it's it's literally just actually talking about Jesus and just introducing people to Jesus. Like that's what it is, making disciples. His last like, words, right? Yeah. Or, that or is so it's disciples. like if you're a Christian, you're not supposed to keep this good news to yourself. You're supposed to spread it. Um, and I feel like God has designed us all differently. Right. So we all have different strengths and weaknesses and we all use our life experiences and our strengths and weaknesses. And we're able to, you know, walk out the Great Commission while we're here on Earth. And for me, I'm like, I love couples. I love dating. I love encouraging people to wow. have strong relationships and stay dating. married. And dating. You can pause her on that, right. Bubbles. Is she huh? still dating? Yeah. You love, I, I love, love dating. getting out and dating. I, I mean, love. people that are wanting to, like, be oh, serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you love like relationships. You love helping couples helping. who are gay. Gotcha. Not you still Not dating. Not me dating. No, oh, no, no. Okay, because we did a show so. about online dating that, that <laughs> right. I think so may help no. you. <laughs> I sure. love that. So that's kind of my way of walking out the Great Commission because I'm like, 
like I love everything about couples, you know? And I feel like since God has delivered my marriage, I'm like, I want to help other people. You know what's um, so, great about that? You know what's great about uh, several things, obviously great about the Great Commission, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no, there's something several good about things, that. Right. <laughs> there is one thing good about that. No, but the greatness of God is you sharing that, you know, as you that have come through that there's also healing and growth for you man sharing that yes you know yeah say that a, preacher uh, jason that, that is good that, <laughs> that's a great right. i'm gonna i'm gonna do this question slow for bubbles so you can fully slow grasp it in but yeah that's good so do you think you grow more when you simply consume information or when you gather info to teach it to others Oh, there's no question. Teaching I, it, I can man. say, yes. oh, you got it the first time? Yeah, Teaching, most definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Teaching yeah, it, yeah. absolutely. It's like if you start pouring into somebody else, you're going to grow because sure. you're taking that information. So, And yep. you don't want to be a hypocrite. What are, What do you think people's fears are? I know there's some people listening who would love to do that, but they're like, ah, I'm not sure about. What do you think some common fears are? Um, just that they haven't like been through anything. I think people are afraid that they don't, uh, maybe I just don't know. Maybe I'll say the wrong thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. and that's, you're not going to, I mean, I guess you can't say the wrong thing if you're going in there with the wrong attitude, but if you're going in there to help, just being there and guiding people in truth, you're not going to say the wrong thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, that's I a be- fear. My, my marriage isn't perfect. Right. So right? I shouldn't help anybody. Right. Yep. There is a lot it, of that. Uh, yeah. the, the funny thing is, according to Webster, listen, listen to the definition of a disciple. Mm. According to Webster's dictionary, is one who accepts and assists in spreading the doctrines of another. The doctrine. Now lose mm-hmm. doctrine because that feels cultish. Yeah, I knew does. I knew you get stuck on that yeah. Fowler. But <laughs> the point is, it's somebody who accepts and assists in spreading let's say the ideas of another so you don't have to be the expert the discipleship is not about you coming up with all these new revelations and answers if you can read some books on marriage Mm -hmm. or dating or couples or hang out with somebody who seems to be an expert in that field or listen to a podcast like the relation shop Mm -hmm. that is giving practical advice about dating then discipleship is just you're assisting in spreading it Right. So really, anybody anybody that would share the podcast is is discipling in some manner. You're saying, right. hey, I heard something this week. It helped us. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think you, we overthink, well, I got to be the expert. I got to right. have an answer to every question that might ever get asked. Dude, I tell people I don't know all the time. Yeah, you guys are sure. in life group. I don't have a problem going, great question. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so yeah, don't, I'd say don't disqualify yourself. You can, uh, the other thing is, I think, like I said, it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So if you, well, this, this is a, this is a painful example. <laughs> oh, good. What All happens right. when you eat a lot? But but you don't have an exit plan for all your food. What's that called? Toya, that's yours. What? <laughs> you don't have an exit you. plan Wait, for If your... you eat a lot but you never use the bathroom, what happens to you? You constipate it. Exactly. Does constipation feel good? No. Okay, but we have a lot of people wow. that take in information like that and they never give it out. Mm. And it's like, right, dude, that's like going. information constipation. I was a little worried there, but I see yeah. where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I figured I'd go with the medical professional on that. But you know, but I don't really deal with that. Another example, right? So, so you know, for all our Bible readers, they're familiar with the Jordan River. 
right? Jesus was baptized. You mean so, the Bible yes. readers that don't know what the Great Commission is? Yeah, some yeah, those, of them may yeah, know. Okay. They, what, what, what did you call them? Churchgoers. Churchgoers. And yeah. hence the reason that a lot of people are spiritual, not religious, yeah. right? Because right. they got church, and, quote, goers. They exactly. Don't. So the Jordan River flows south. Right. And it, it goes through the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. And the Sea of Galilee is full of fish. I think 10, 20% of Israel's drinking water comes out of it. Mm-hmm. For thousands of years, it's been a commercial fishing place. So then then the river keeps going south out of the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. And then the next sea it runs into is the famous Dead Sea. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is one of the saltiest places Salty. on earth. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing hardly can live there. Mm. Um, it's the same river coming in. What's what's different about it? Huh. This is a slow question. Uh, I'll say slow. it slower that, for bubbles. So, come on, Toya's not jumping in. The same river flows into both seas, but what is different? One is salty. Jeez. So we are. I forgot to say you can uh, email in to the relationship power seventy seven uh, radio dot com. We're hiring for this show. <laughs> People who can respond. No, listen. There, there's no outflow from right. the Sea of Galilee. That's you. the end of the day. Yep. So the river flows uh, in, and there's no flow through it like the constipation. Yeah. And so what does that, all that stuff tell? All I'm saying is part of being a healthy individual is regular discipleship part of Mm. being a healthy couple is pouring into the lives of others whether you think you're ready or not Mm. it will strengthen you it will keep you healthy it will keep the flow of information going spiritual milk of magnesia i know see this is (laughs) honestly you know for our viewers who are wondering why we don't do more scripture and that kind of stuff because we're all believers it's because jason can't follow a lot of it (laughs) really and uh (laughs) so that that becomes a problem so let's give them i think we've made a case for why you should uh, pour in the lives of others yes. and be involved. We talk about community all the time. What are some other principles you guys have learned about just navigating the nuances, right? When you're helping couples, sometimes you get crisis couples. What yeah. are just some other best practices or principles that you use when trying to help couples? Oh, man. Me and Ahmad have these conversations all the time where we have to set boundaries. Um, oh, for sure. With each other or with the couple? With, with the couple. Yes. Okay. With the couples. Um, because, you know, there are there are some couples that are in true crises, uh, seasons, and, you know, they want to call, you know, all the time. <laughs> all the time. And, all hours. you know, we just have to be able to set boundaries and just, you know, and it's hard. And especially for me because I'm like, man, they, they want to depend. And I'm trying to push them to God. You know, but they're they're not quite there just yet. So that you know, it, it gets difficult. And Ahmad's just pushing them out the house. Cause listen, listen. I mean, Mod loves people. Yeah. And and he'll help you with all he's got. Mm-hmm. But then he's also got boundaries. He'd be like, listen. Oh yeah. But there's also an end end date to our conversation. Oh yeah. I mean, he has a plan before I even open my mouth. He is like. This is it. After this time, you're not answering the phone. Uh, you know so you that that's set, it. You have set times in the at night, maybe when you won't answer yeah. the phone. Okay. It now it may not be like that in the beginning, but if he notices a trend, oh, then he's good. like, okay, we uh, no, this this no, we're not gonna do this. Right. You're you're gonna get out of this cycle because it's like 
certain people have cycles and he's like they're in their cycle and now they're trying to bring you into the cycle and that's not helping them heal is by bringing you in and you know it's still the same cycle so i'm like you know what i see it i, I get it i see it there it's tough go. but it's real so their crisis does not have to become your crisis is that's, what you're saying that's see, it that's see, my, that's see you, my view uh, see like you. Like my example is not so selfish. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about the people I'm trying to not help. Not so selfish. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. okay. No, I mean, uh, like helping people. You on the last show, you gave all these great seven things for online dating, and the first one I told you I love. Slow down. I think it applies here because you got to be careful going in helping somebody. That's the first thing I, I that I do is the situation. Every situation is different. Their mindset's different. I know when I was going through my divorce initially my mindset was a wreck and so people came in throwing in scripture 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 and mm. i love scripture but i was not in a place to hear it at that time so you mm-hmm. got to know what place that person is in before Very you true. just start throwing stuff out uh the other thing is man don't don't listen to your self-talk sometimes you think your opinion is so right that or they need to hear what you got to say that you talk 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 and you don't slow down enough to listen and let them speak uh, because you know there's some great when you create dialogue you learn more about their situation you learn more about where they're at and, and really you start uh, you start engaging them more and that's where they're gonna start building trust in you too so slow down that's mm-hmm. good toy I've recognized that Jason's in not in a place to receive scripture so I was gonna do some right now <laughs> but I think he's in a season again this week yeah, a season. Okay. so we're just gonna stay Whoa. practical Whoa. I, I think wow, this is a show he is I on think me what this you show. said <laughs> man I, I, <laughs> I think what you said about boundaries is oh, huge man. I also think we need boundaries for us mm. sure and it, it's it sh- this should be a no-brainer, but I think sometimes we assume too much. So, listen, mm-hmm. uh, husbands, if you're helping another couple, you do not need to have individual conversations with a wife. Right. Wives, yeah. you do not have individual conversations oh, sure. with a husband. These people are in crisis, and that's a recipe for disaster. So, the men need to talk to the men individually if that happens. Women, women. Right. Uh, that's got to be a boundary in your for marriage. Sure. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's that whole idea of right of of kind of what you're talking about. You know, lifeguards know to mm-hmm. <laughs> let the drowning person get tired before they go save them, so they don't drown. Right. Them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't sure. don't kill your own marriage on on behalf of that. Mm-hmm. I think also just knowing where's the line of supporting them and enabling them that you kind of talked about. Like mm-hmm. you can't work harder at their marriage than they're willing to work. Man, uh, yes. that's true. But like Toya said, I thought what you said was good. The front end might look a little different. Mm-hmm. So you may take those calls at midnight yes. the first week or two because right. this is tough. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They're they're struggling. But weeks three, four, seven, nine, two months, you're not taking those <laughs> right. calls. Yeah. And I think the same thing on the front end. There may be a season where you have more hope for their marriage than they do. Yep. Depending on the crisis, you mm-hmm. are putting more energy into it than they have the ability to because they're hurting. But if that doesn't turn at some point, mm-hmm. yeah, let's just face yourself. it. If it doesn't turn, all you're getting is somebody that just wants to complain and wants to tell it to somebody at that point, mm-hmm. right? So, and then yeah. you just give him Jason's number, like I've been doing a couple. <laughs> yeah. <of> yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that where that's coming from? It's working that way. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Perfect. Think so. What other principles have you learned? Anything else that would be helpful? I'm scared to answer. <laughs> Don't be scared, homie. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, okay. So 
for us, I know one thing that we like to do is share our own experiences to kind of sure. relate, you know, and it also helps um, couples to really be open and honest if they know, oh, wow, okay, so you've gone through something similar or you've experienced this, then it's like, okay, great, because it's like they listen to you more. Yeah, um, right. We've had other, I've known a friend has told me about a friend of hers and it's just like, well, she told me I can't relate to her, so she doesn't feel comfortable talking to me. So maybe she'll talk to you, you know, right. so it's like, and that's real, right. you know, you feel like uh, you don't understand this pain you don't understand this so you're not going to get it right so i think there's one one thing that that we have learned is when you when you go and you talk to a couple individually but we talk to them individually as a couple in other words me and lisa sit down and and talk to the guy or sit down and talk with with the girl in this because what happens is if i'm talking to a guy i get the guy perspective but lisa can offer a female perspective that maybe mm -hmm. i can't so as a couple we meet with an the individual one on one yeah, yeah got it huh that's not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Thing. It's not wrong bad. With that. Did you hear, hey, did you hear that? It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not did bad. That? See? You see it turned around already, Jason. I, ba I backed it up a little. I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with <laughs> oh, that. Okay. okay. We didn't hear I, that. I, down, and I you're back. downgraded <laughs> from F F2 to an F1. That's all right. It's not that much. And hey, we got in the show notes. You can check out. We've got links to different resources and things that can equip you to help other people. So, oh, yeah. yes, on our podcast. So y'all don't forget to check that out. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us today. And for any questions, send those into the relationship at power77radio.com. And Eddie and Jason Nee. Go make <laughs> disciples. Yeah. Go make disciples.